Welcome back, everyone, to Plus Ultra Anime, episode 19. I'm Jordan. Hope you all had a fantastic week this past week, and I hope everyone's getting ready for Christmas. Merry Christmas to everybody. Hope uh, hope Santa Claus is good with you all this year. So with us coming up on the end of the year, we've actually got quite a bit to talk about. There's uh, quite a few announcements of some new series, some continuations of some series, you know, that we've been long awaiting for updates on on new seasons and whatnot and then you know we've got some info on like some of the animes that were you know the top searched on google and and things like that so anyways we're gonna jump right into it so i think this is probably one of the biggest news that came out this past week um promise neverland is getting a second season they did announce it and so this is great news i'm so excited that they've started even talk about doing a second season the bad news is is we gotta wait till october before it actually comes out which ugh, it's just so far away the first season's only like 12 or 13 episodes and i'm surprised that they're gonna make us wait so long just to get like another 12 or 13 episodes well again they haven't necessarily said how long the second season's going to be but i imagine it'll be somewhere around the same length as the first season um Anyways, that gives you plenty of time to go back and watch The Promised Neverland if you haven't seen it yet. It is a great series. There hasn't been a ton of really information about what the second series is going to take on. Um, other than Kenta Suzuki, he did say he did say this. He said, our first season was definitely centered around our main characters ex- escaping. Now for the next series, we do want to focus on is Emma going to be able to keep that promise she made? I definitely want everyone to feel the same intense experience as the first season. And uh, when he talks about an intense experience with that first season, it's definitely intense and it's definitely one worth watching. It's a little bit of a little bit of a thriller and uh, it's a great series. It, if you're looking for a new series to watch, I'd recommend taking a look at Promise Neverland. It's short. You could you could finish it easily in a week and and it's definitely one worth watching. And it's definitely one to be excited about, even though it is almost a year out before we get the second season. But I am I am glad that they're they're already working on it, you know. So, anyways, on top of that, so earlier this past week they did confirm the U.S. dates for Weathering with You in the when it's going to be coming to the theaters. Um, we've got the fifteenth and sixteenth, with a nationwide release of the seventeenth of January. So it's going to be everywhere. Here in the U.S., for like, it's kind of disappointing to me that's only going to be here for three days, but especially especially with the amount of success that this this movie has had, if you remember this this is more or less about a girl who can kind of control the rain and she can clear the sky when she wants. This has been a movie that has been insanely accepted and loved by people really all all over the world, um, which which surprises me because. So they came out with a list about this movie as well as talking about, you know, Japan submitted Weathering With You and to the Oscars for, you know, the best best foreign movie. And uh, it didn't even it didn't even make the, the Oscar shortlist, which is absolutely ridiculous to me that it didn't make it because it's made an enormous amount of money. And uh, on top of that, this has been one of the I mean, it's it's ranked on the top 10 most discussed films of 2019. So 
And just just to put this in perspective, Weathering With You was number six overall worldwide of most talked about movies. So it, and it was more talked about than movies like Captain Marvel or It. Uh, it was also more talked about than, believe it or not, than Star Wars and even Frozen 2. So that's crazy. The only movies that were more talked about this than on the internet was the Avengers Endgame, Toy Story, Joker, uh, Spider-Man, which was a pretty good movie, Lion King. So, I mean, there were some good movies that were talked about more than that. But Weathering With You, a foreign film sitting at six and of, of the most discussed movies in in the world on the Internet. And it didn't even make the Oscar list. That's just crazy to me. I just don't get how that just didn't quite make it. But whatever. Me and Natty are super excited to... We're definitely going to go see it in January when it hits the theaters. Oh, and and just a reminder why she's not here with me today. She's got family visiting. So I'm just kind of taking over on the on the podcast for the next couple days, for next week or so while, while her family's here. Once they're gone, she'll be back with me, making sure we get you... Putting putting her input into the episodes, but anyways, this is a, this is a movie that we're really excited about. And if you're here in the U.S., definitely be excited for this movie to come out and and mark the days on your calendar because it's definitely a movie you don't want to miss out if you haven't already somehow found it online to watch it or whatever. But definitely be excited for it. I can't wait to go see it in the theaters. And you know we're def we're definitely definitely going to watch it. You know I thought it was interesting. So the the writer for this. Uh, Mikoto Shinkai you know he's made a ton of really really good movies in the past couple years Um, Your Name was absolutely enormous three years ago back in 2016 and so they said he was in France recently for the premiere for Weathering With You and I guess he got into an interview and they're asking him you know when he thinks the next movie was going to be and he said his goal is to produce you know one quality movie every three years so we're thinking we'll probably see another one of his movie and some of his work again, you know, into end of 2021 or sorry, end of 2022, middle of 2022, roughly, you know, with, with how successful the last two movies are, a lot of people are kind of wondering if he's going to be able to, you know, create the same magic that he has with these other two movies he's done. I don't doubt him at all. Every single movie that I have seen that he has done, I've, I have liked for the most part there, there was that uh, five centimeters per second or something, something to that extent with the title. I tried watching and I just did not get too into that one. But all the other ones I've seen from him, I've liked. I've liked Fireworks, Your Name, uh, uh, Garden of Words, which we talked about a couple weeks ago. That was a really good short movie, about 45 minutes, which is available on Netflix. You can watch that there. So I, the dude has a lot of talent. And obviously the amount of sales and, and just the box office and the amount of money that is being thrown at this at his at his work just proves how skilled he is. And honestly, like the art in all his movies and all his work is gorgeous and they're all based off of places that he's been to or places that he's lived, you know, at some point in his life. So again, weathering with you, definitely mark it on the calendar, get ready. Fifteenth, sixteenth, seventeenth in January. And uh, and take a look at it because it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome. This is a movie I've actually been excited and wanting to see since we first started talking about it a couple months ago on our podcast. So, anyways, with that, moving on to um, some more announcements. World Trigger uh, season three was announced. 
Now, they haven't necessarily announced it as season three. More, uh, They're more directly calling it a new season. And honestly, the details about the new season, what it's going to be, are are kind of scarce. It, it, the, the few things that they've revealed is like the original cast is going to be coming back from the first two seasons to take back the role, which I think I think is going to be pretty cool. The first there was two seasons total before, and they ran about 70, 70 episodes long in total. And uh, I think it was back in twenty sixteen was the last was the last time we saw from World Trigger, and it's. So, so it's been a good three years since we've heard anything about the series. And uh, so it's come back now here uh, early 2020. So I think this is something to be excited about for those that don't really know what World Trigger is. So the series is set in this city where virtually this gate opens and these monsters that are called Neighbors start to appear. And so like all of a sudden this defense organization is formed called Border and they... Uh, you know, they basically take care of the threats that are the neighbors, and uh, and they have like a special, they have special technology in the form of triggers, and they're tools that are used basically to to kill these neighbors that are coming through this this mysterious gate that randomly appeared. And one day, like a humanoid neighbor came crosses over, and he's trying to find a place to hide, and he ends up getting help from a guy named Kuga who kind of help him hide from border so it's actually done really really well a lot of people really liked it um I, I believe it has an English it had an English release by Viz Media uh, for the for the manga so but anyways this is this will be coming out um fairly soon in 2020 I believe they said summer of 2020 uh and again we're not totally sure if it's necessarily going to be season three or if it's just a new season, but at this point, they believe it's season three. So, if you watched World Trigger, it's definitely one to be excited about. So, moving on from that, Fire Force has been a has been a pretty successful series that came out earlier this year. You know, as part of the fall fall lineup on Crunchyroll. And uh, it's going to be finishing up here really soon. Um, they announced that for their finale, they are going to be airing, ep- like doing a one-hour special episode. That's going to be episodes 23 and 24, and that's going to air on December 27th. So that'll fin- And that'll finish up the whole series for Fire Force. And if you remember, like kind of in the middle of the series, around episode 11 or so, they took like a week-long hiatus. So in order to try and finish up before the new year, they're doing this hour-long finale for it. Now, I said, Fire Force has been successful, but I guess it's been kind of received... It's kind of received mixed reviews. Most of the people that I have seen and talked to about it seem to really like it. I have not actually sat down and watched Fire Force yet, but I definitely will in this upcoming year. We've got... Because I've got... I've already got some anime I've got planned watching starting for for uh 2020 and this is definitely going to be one of them that i'm going to watch um i think it looks like a really cool series and i think it's cool that they're doing a full hour-long episode that's just kind of kind of a nice break instead of just getting one episode every week it's a nice one every now and then to throw you throw you a little nugget with an with an for a full hour so 
Anyways, um, it hasn't been confirmed that they're going to be getting a season two. They believe it that if they do, it'll probably be in the summer. But again, no, there's been no official announcement of a season two of Fire Force yet. But one, if they do announce it, we'll definitely be here to tell you all about it. So, anyways, moving on to the next announcement. So, One Piece Stampede. Yes, we've we've talked about this quite a few times on our on our podcast. Um, they announced its uh, U.S. release date for Blu-ray and DVD, and that'll be coming March seventeenth, twenty twenty. That is, and that's awesome. I'm I'm glad it's coming fairly quick. Three about three months away, two and a half months away. And uh, if you if you didn't get the chance to watch One Piece Stampede in the in the theaters, and you are a One Piece fan, definitely definitely be excited for the movie because it is really good, and it's definitely one worth watching. Uh, it's one that I'm definitely gonna end up buying because I think it was well worth the it's well worth the twenty bucks or whatever it'll be for the Blu-ray. Uh, One Piece Stampede is just a fantastic series. I'm not gonna go into details because we have talked about it in quite a few different episodes in the past. So, anyway, we're gonna move on from that. So they also announced that in this summer, this upcoming summer, 2020, we're gonna be getting a new live-action movie for. Ruruoni Kenshin, also known as Samurai X, and I think this is pretty awesome. They've already done some live-action movies with Samurai X or with with Kenshin, and they've been pretty successful and they've done fairly well. But uh, man, the anime was phenomenal. The manga has sold like over seventy million copies, somewhere around that. It's it's a fairly old series, the the anime. But if you have not seen it, it's one that I highly recommend you 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 watch the story basically is about a a samurai and he was he was the batosai just this deadly assassin who ended up killing many many people it takes place during the meiji area era of japan and after kenshin himura you know had killed so many people he vowed that he would never take another life but he always walks around with a sword basically with the blade inverted so when he attacks people, he can't kill them. He can disarm them and do whatever else he needs to do and uh, and take care of himself and protect those, but he does it without killing people. And there's parts in the series where he comes to the... He, like, he feels like he has to, has to kill someone in order to protect those he loves, but at the same time, it just breaks him all... Like, just tears his conscience apart to even think that he's got to kill somebody. And he kind of runs across that dilemma a few times in the series... I would, like I said, if you have not watched the series of Rururoni Kenshin, I, I definitely, definitely, definitely recommend it. It's, it's really, really good. And it, it's one of those ones that um, Natty told me she watched when she was young, like when she was a kid. And uh, she's like, oh, yeah, take, take a look. It's, it's actually got a decent amount of episodes. Off the top of my head, I would probably say it's around eighty or so episodes, and that that may be pushing it. I know for a while that was on it was on Netflix. I don't know if it still is at the moment, and I know they only had like the first season when they did. Um, if not, I think I think Crunchyroll has it, but if not, definitely one to look up. It's it's a great series, very good, very much worth your time to watch. So, and then also they actually did a. Uh, there's some OVA movies that they have of Samurai X um, that takes place when 
when Kenshin was the assassin, and those are insanely good as well. This is a great series. I'm I'm excited to see what they do with this live action movie. I think they'll I think it'll be good. I don't I don't think that they'll have a hard time at all. I believe uh, I think it was Crunchyroll that. No, it was Anime News Network that announced that they were going to be doing... So this is the fourth live-action movie that uh, Rurouni Kenshin, Kenshin is going to have. And all the ones that they've done so far have actually been pretty good. So I imagine that this is going to be good, and it is one that I am fairly excited for. So anyways, if you're a Kenshin fan, check it out. And also, Kenshin did make his way into Jump Force as one of the fighters, though. And, uh, and Shishio as well made it into there who was like Kenshin's nemesis in the in the beginning of the series so anyways classic characters and a great story behind it it's definitely one that's got its moments that are funny and it's got its but it's got its moments that are serious and intense like and I mean insanely intense so great series check it out if you haven't seen it and be excited for the live action movie coming in the summer um moving next in line uh, made in the abyss announced a special miniseries that they're going to be doing. It's going to be a four-episode miniseries that'll be coming out here in 2020. Um, for those of you that don't really know this series, The Abyss is virtually like a, like a di- almost like a different reality, a different dimension, and uh, it's a place where a lot of adventurers go to kind of test themselves and, and uh, prove that they can explore the unknown. Um, the, in the last series, the, when it ended, um, Crunchyroll shared that they're going to be doing this four-episode series based on the character of uh, Marulks, and it and it's just and he was a he was he's a whistle delver is what they called him in in the series, and he he wasn't like one of the main protagonists. The main protagonists were Rico and Reg, and if I remember right, I think it was Rico's mom that ended up getting lost or dying virtually in the in the abyss and so the series takes place where they said that she might still have a ch- she might still be alive somewhere in the abyss and so Rico and Rig dive into the abyss in an attempt to save her or find her and so this is just going to be kind of a continuation on just a really pretty much a four episode of a series uh from the real thing uh Made in the Abyss was has been a, f- a fairly popular series and it's definitely one worth checking out if you haven't watched it so Moving on from that, Love Live also announced that it's getting a new anime series. The new the name of this one's going to be called Love Live Ninjigasaki Academy School Idol Club. For those of you that don't know much about Love Live, this is kind of a story about a girl named Honoka Kosoka who she goes to a school that it's about to be closed down due to the lack of like new students or new applicants coming into the school she eventually like she somehow finds out that like the school idol gr- groups are really popular it's almost like a k-pop type of club and so she starts this this group with her friends and soon they go to this cr- cross-country competitions and obviously the school starts to grow gets more popularity because of all these things that are happening now this uh series the original series had two seasons the first season was 13 episodes as same with the second season also had 13 episodes um on top of that this series has also had all kinds of music cds uh animated music videos manga video games things like that that have stemmed from this so this is going to be just kind of a continuation from it i mean they even did a mobile game i believe 
of this love live. This is not something that I'm necessarily interested in. I thought Natty might like to hear about it. When I talked to her about it a little earlier, she didn't seem super excited about it either. But <laughs> but if you do kind of like those series, it almost seems like a... Uh, oh, what's the name of that movie where they sing acapella? I can't remember the name of it, but whatever. It's it's music. It's it's singing. If you like, if you're into those kinds of series, this might be a good one for you. So, moving on from that. So we talked about a couple weeks ago a series called Madoka Magica, and how that that specific series, re, go, like, united two neighbors. One the neighbor could hear, you know, the their neighbor list watching it on TV, and they kind of became little a little bit of of buds while asking him to turn down the volume so he could sleep at night or whatever. <laughs> Anyways, they announced that a new anime, a new Madoka Magica is coming on uh, a new Madoka Magica anime is coming on Funimation, Crunchyroll and High Dive and and soon. It's coming January 4th. So if you're a Madoka fan, be excited cuz this is coming pretty quick. Uh I believe it's landing first on Funimation on the 4th and then about the 11th should be landing on Crunchyroll and High Dive, so you get a little bit of a head start on it if you if you watch on Funimation. So, uh, if you remember this this series is virtually about an eighth grade girl who you, you know she's got her friends or family and they kind of get into this into this magic encounter with like witches and things like that. Witch girls. It's actually been quite popular. So if you if you do like this series, be excited for the next upcoming uh, season coming out. If not, this might be a good one to check out. I, I, it is supposedly a fairly dark series, but at the same time kind of hitting that high school... Well, she's more middle school genre with magic and, and witches and things like that, but it is somewhat dark. So sounds like something you'd like. Check it out. Also, so Netflix has gotten a a a new series i I found like i felt like this was fairly interesting it is now streaming live it's called symbionic titan and this is made by none other than gindy tartakovsky or however you say his last name we talked about a series that he did a couple months ago uh called primal that was a short no talking and kind of animation series not so much anime it was more like it's it's almost more like an american cartoon but it was quite successful, and uh, now this is going to be this is running right now. And the thing, and the reason why I want to talk about this is because this this series originally got canceled. I mean, and it got canceled to the point where it was where it was like they wrote it off as like a tax deduction because for for it being a failure. Um, where it where the series itself kind of has a childish feel. It's definitely aimed more towards adults. It's a twenty episode series. Um, the the way Netflix describes the series, the synopsis virtually says this: It says aliens fleeing fleeing their planet land on Earth pose as teenagers and fight off mutant space monsters by joining forces to become a powerful giant robot. To me, it almost sounds like a Power Rangers type of type of series, but they say it's it's definitely got they say it's got kind of some erotic things in it and. That's kind of what they feel like shut it down to begin with, um, just because it's got some more mature elements with it. And they believe that's part of the reason why it didn't do have success at first. But Netflix found it, heard about it, 
put it up there and it's actually being received fairly well so you know if you if you watch on netflix and looking for a new series that uh symbiotic might be one to check out for you symbiotic titan is the full name so anyways moving on so another big announcement was food wars is getting its fifth season coming here in april 2020 which you know so i am glad that they announced that they're doing another season people thought they were going to have to wait for a while i mean i don't even think they're done with season four yet so people you know weren't i don't think anyone was really expecting to receive the announcement for season five so quick the only thing that kind of makes my crack itch a little bit is why is why is this coming in april and providence neverland is coming in october why is it so this so soon and the other one so far away i don't get why promise neverland wants wants us to wait almost a full year but anyways it is exciting for those that do like food wars uh it it like i said coming in april this this current season season four right now has actually been fairly short according to what i have understood and there's still a ton to cover so a fifth season announcement has made a lot of food wars um fans really excited to hear about it this was announced on twitter just a couple days ago and there's a lot of excitement around it so anyways moving on so here so last week we talked about the most watched anime in japan and that was um rising of the shield hero which again is a phenomenal series highly recommend it it will be getting its second and third season coming out here in 2020 that's besides the point we're kind of moving on to this uh they, they announced the most watched anime series on Hulu, and I thought this was interesting. I haven't really thought of Hulu much as being a, an anime streaming service, but it is. It's got plenty of anime on it, and to no surprise, the number one most watched was uh, Demon Slayer. Well-deserved. I, I wouldn't be surprised if that was the number one most most watched on, uh, on Crunchyroll, to be honest. It was so good. And then number two, Detective Conan, which honestly, Detective Conan is really not as popular here in the U.S. Neither is Gintama, which was number seven on that list. But for Hulu, it actually shows out that it has been pretty, pretty dang popular. Uh, Number three was One Punch Man. Number four was Hunter x Hunter, which was phenomenal. One Punch Man is also a great series to watch. The first season is only like 12 episodes. I haven't seen second season yet. But I really enjoyed the first season. Hunter x Hunter is amazing. Definitely need to check it out. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure was number five, which JoJo's was also one of the most watched series in Japan, which we talked about that last week. Uh, My Hero Academia, number six. Well-deserved great series. Gintama was, like I said, number seven. That's one that I've wanted to start watching. That one's pretty long, though. I know that's got over 240 episodes. And I've heard a lot of good things. I heard that's kind of like a like a pretty funny series, but I still haven't had a chance to watch it. Um, Black Clover was eighth. Uh, that time I got reincarnated as Slime was ninth. And then Attack, Attack on Titan, even though that's been you know that's been out for a while, that was still sitting at number ten. So, like I said, it's kind of interesting to see what the new series, like the the top viewed series, were on Hulu this year. So. Anyways, it'd be interesting to see. I, th- I believe this was uh, this was the Japanese list, um, so it'd be kind of interesting to see, you know, how it compares to to the North America's number one or the top ten list. So now with that, 
there was also a poll um, on, on, I believe it was on Crunchyroll, that they did with the fans asking what the most anticipated winter series are going to be of 2020. And by far, like the most anticipated by far is Haikyuu, that the volleyball series, which, you know, is currently, you know, everybody, everybody seems to, well, a lot of people say that one of the best sports animes that you could watch is Haikyuu. It's one that I've wanted to get into, but I'm really not a fan of volleyball. And I know when it comes to anime, you don't necessarily have to be a fan of the sport because the the anime themselves are, I mean, they don't, I mean, it's not real volleyball, if you know what I mean. It's like, it's almost like they turn these like magic into some of these sports, but I've heard Haikyuu is amazing. My favorite sports anime is definitely Kuroko's Basketball or even Hajime no Ippo, which is about boxing, and that is a fantastic series, too. A little bit of an older one, but that's one that's definitely worth watching if you haven't seen that. Excuse me. But Haikyuu definitely killed it when when talking about the most most anticipated series. Uh, There's quite a few on here that I hadn't heard of. Uh, The next one was A Certain Scientific Railgun, uh, Magica Madoka, which we just talked about. That one is highly anticipated. Isekai Quartet 2 is really anticipated. We've talked about that a little bit. That's just kind of a gathering of a bunch of favorite characters from a bunch of different isekais, including um, ReZero Life, which was one that I really liked. Heya Camp, never heard of that one. I haven't heard anything about it. Uchitama it was, on, it was on the list. Rike Gokoi, this is, this, the name on this thing is ridiculously long. I haven't no idea what it's even about it's called rike gakoi ni ochita no de shomoi shitemita so anyway i probably should look that up and then find out what it is but that's a highly anticipated series coming uh, <coughs> excuse me inceptor is another one that's really anticipated sorceress stabber orphan and the one that i thought was most interesting was a destructive god sits next to me that is one I've heard that there are actually quite a few people excited about. So it's definitely one to be, I think that's going to be a good one that's coming out next year. And not just next year, but like soon, like almost immediately. So I think, like I said, if you're a Haikyuu fan, Haikyuu is definitely the one that, that you got to be most most excited about for the winter. Now moving on. So this was kind of interesting too. So they did a little a survey of the top Japanese internet buzzwords of 2019 and Demon Slayer, like six phrases, six words from Demon Slayer ended up being in the top 20 uh, words searched on Google in Japan, which is insane. We, We know Demon Slayer has actually been dominating the manga. It's been dominating the anime. It's, it, it is so hyped and in my opinion, it's definitely worth the hype. This is one that is a must-see anime for sure. Um, so the six words or the six phrases that were most Googled was Senitsu, which awesome character. And then Kimetsu no Yaiba, which is just, you know, Japanese for Demon Slayer. Then you got Tanjiro, main character. Hashira, the Hashiras are super awesome. 12 Demon Moons. And I can see why that was one of the top searches too, just with the popularity that Demon Slayer has had. And the and the little the little information that they gave us about the twelve demon moons, 
and then the other one Shinobu Kocho so kind of fun to see that anime is is making it into the top 20 searches on Google in Japan like some of the most popular keywords in on Google have to do with have to do with freaking Demon Slayer and that's just amazing to me I love it uh, we know with Demon Slayers the movie is coming out here soon in 2020 they still haven't announced a season two but with the insane popularity it's had we have not seen the last of Demon Slayer and in fact there's going to be a lot more coming and as stuff is announced we'll definitely obviously be talking about Demon Slayer because it is it's too good to not talk about um with that those that's kind of that's kind of the news for the week a lot of the there was just a ton of announcements tons of things to talk about um so just gonna move on into the two series that i'm currently watching me and nancy still haven't caught up on on my hero academia with her family visiting we just she did we just haven't had time to watch together because she's been spending most of her time with them and that's fine so i know right now we've got three episodes of my hero academia to watch we'll probably have four or five by the time we actually catch up after her family leaves i love my hero academia and i can't wait to get see these episodes that we're waiting but i'm waiting for her to have the time to watch with me because if i watch them on my own you know won't won't be good for me so (laughs) anyways so i'm going to talk about the new pokemon series pocket monsters um i believe this was episode five in this current episode you know the first two episodes were so good i had a lot higher expectations for it these uh, these following few episodes that i've watched have been uh, they've been good but they haven't been they haven't had that same wow factor that the first first two episodes had for me so when they get to the galar region they get off the train and score bunny tries to get go's attention as much as it as it can because it wants to be go's first pokemon you know so it tries and tries and tries and finally when it does get his attention he totally shuts it down he tells it no he said i already made a promise to myself that mew was going to be the first pokemon i capture and you know so so score bunny at that point is feeling super depressed but it decides to hang around with him you know and uh they end up seeing a snorlax that's sleeping on the side of the road or on the side of a train tracks basically and uh like an apple falls from a tree and the Snorlax like in his sleep jumps up to eat it and then all of a sudden this crazy phenomenon happens where Snorlax begins to grow I believe that I believe it's called Dynamax or Gigantamax in the in the new in the new game and Snorlax becomes so big so massive that you know he covers the train tracks and of course with that happening they see that the next train is supposed to pass within eight minutes. So Go and Ash, you know, first off, a Snorlax before becoming a Gigantamax Snorlax is impossible to move. They weigh over a thousand pounds, if if you remember. They're, they only awaken when they're hungry or when the poker flute is played. At least that's how it's supposed to be. I, you know, there was an episode in the original Pokemon series about a Snorlax that had, you know, this is back from the Indigo League where Snorlax had fallen asleep, cut off like the the stream to the water supply to a city because he fell asleep right in front of a stream. And then all these vines ended up growing. And as as hard as they tried to get Snorlax to wake up, I mean they even had Meowth kiss it and Psyduck kiss it, kinda like the 
Sleeping Beauty type of trick. They tried pots and pans. They tried everything they could to get the Snorlax to wake up. And then eventually the old man came by with his polka flute, played it, and opened up. Anyways, this is off the point, but it just the explanation I'm getting at here is that the only way to wake up a sleeping Snorlax is if he's hungry or if you have a polka flute. So being able to move a Snorlax that is 10 times bigger than its normal size is, in, is an impossible task, an impossible feat for what they needed to do. So anyways, they come up with this idea because Snorlax grew so big, the tree that he was sleeping under ended up being like a part of his his stomach because he got so big. It just became part of the earth. I don't know, kind of a weird way that it happened. Anyways, Ash and Go climb up the Snorlax, get a giant piece of fruit to fall in an attempt to try and make him jump again to to grab the grab the grab the food to eat, you know. So he jumps as the train's coming. And with the help of Score Bunny, because it took a little bit of help to be able to cut that massive fruit off the tree to get him to move. So with a little bit of help of Score Bunny, they get it down. Snorlax jumps. The train gets by without anyone getting hurt. And Snorlax moved just enough for the train to get by. And then after that, you know, Go was so appreciative of Score Bunny. And, and since the beginning, Go really liked Score Bunny. He just, you know, he just always wanted Mew to be his first Pokemon. But in the end, he decided he'd take Score Bunny as his first Pokemon. You know, and he catches him, and he's, you know, he's he's excited. He's got a new a new buddy with him. So, uh, Pikachu and Ash were excited for him to get his first Pokemon. And and again, you know, like I don't I don't know if this actually is like a continuation of the of the past all the past Pokemon's that we've seen because it's like when Ash saw the Snorlax, it's like he pulls out his Pokedex and tries to get the information about it. And I don't I don't I don't know if it's supposed to continue on or not. But anyways, it's. It, the series itself, I do believe, is good and it's worth watching. But like I said, the first two episodes were definitely more more exciting. And I'm sure it'll continue to get better and better. So far, there hasn't been any introduction of like going to Pokemon, uh, Pokemon gyms or anything like that. And there hasn't even really been a whole lot of... There hasn't even really been any battles to capture any Pokemon. In fact, I can only think of one actual battle that Pikachu had was w- with the score bunny at the, in in episode four. Um, God, I'm trying to think back on, on all these other episodes. Anyway, I know, I know some people attacked Lugia when, she, when Lugia appeared and Lugia took care of him really quick. More than anything, this series has started out kind of being more about the discovery of Pokemon and their natural environments and, more about them instead of the actual becoming a trainer Pokemon master which I think since Ash completed in the in the Alola region now recently I think they're going away from that and kind of centering more on on capturing the hundred like film completing the Pokedex challenge maybe and you know actually learning more about the information with Pokemon so it's definitely a good series check it out I mean I found most of the episodes on YouTube so I mean uh, that's probably the place where you're gonna have to watch it until it actually ends up being released here in the u.s and so with with that being said also going into the fist of the north star i still haven't finished it but i am getting really close i should finish it this week because i'm down to like 10 episodes um yeah it's it's really good so about midway through season six which is the final season kind of a new villain villain appears and he is very ken o-esque he's very much like raul like like um Kenshiro's brother and he is one bad dude he is strong and and 
God, the first fight that they had is, is super epic. Kenshiro almost dies fighting him. And uh, the parts where I'm getting to, it's, it's getting to a point where Kenshiro's had to heal. And he's come back almost twice as strong and getting ready to getting ready for kind of the big finale which i can't wait to see i mean there's just been so much awesome stuff that happens in this series this series is definitely like a, a manly series and it's it's amazing after next i think like i said i think this week i'll end up finishing it up so i want i want to give you my final synopsis of what i think of the whole series as a whole probably next week and and where i'd rank it as far as in my as far as of my favorites as one of my favorite series goes so anyways that's that's kind of the info i've had for you today um check us out on twitter uh, we're plus ultra anime 38 also instagram same thing plus ultra anime 38 uh give us give us follow there we you know we try to post some sort of anime meme or art every day or most days of the week anyways and uh anyways appreciate you listening to the to the podcast if you listen on itunes please give us a you know five star review we'd appreciate it and uh, other than that, I hope you guys have a great week and a, and a Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks again.